1: You'll find us here Moving Iron Hello and welcome to Moving
0: Iron Podcast number 273. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by
1: Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com Axon Tire would like to give the loyal listeners of the Moving Iron Podcast. Not you
0: guys that are just chiming in for the first time, but the loyal listeners. Yes. I'm just kidding. You guys time in for the Not the, first the newbies. Time.
1: Get in line.
0: You newbies can get in on this too. I'm just, <laughs> just joshing you. Go to axontiretiretips.com, axontiretips.com, and uh, f- there's a lot of good information in there about different studies they've done about tracks and tires and compaction and all these different things that you see. A lot of great articles there for you to read, but at the bottom, there's a form. Fill out that form, and not, they'll send you not one, Aaron, but two. Axon Tire Resource Mouse Pad. So check that out. Right on. If you're interested in doing something like that, fill out that form, go to axontiretips.com, and uh, they will be sure to send that out to you.
1: Has the tire conversions on it, correct? It,
0: it, well, as far as I understand, yes. That's, that is what I understand to be true. Um, I think that most of the time, You'll be able to use that resource pad for a number of things.
1: number of things. All-encompassing.
0: Ballistics, if you're out shooting your guns, whatever you're doing. Whatever. It's a resource pad. It's
1: lots of resources.
0: All the resources on the planet come from that mouse pad right there.
1: Absolutely.
0: Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours.
1: No matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or private party, AgDirect can finance it. You can even apply online at AgDirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at AgDirect.com. All right. And lastly, this edition of the Moon
0: Iron Podcast is brought to you by TractorZoom. With access to over $20 billion worth of heavy Machinery sells data. Tractor zooms. Iron comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent heavy equipment values and auctionable pricing insights.
1: And even the values that aren't transparent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes sometimes they're written in black. They might be. You can't see through it. Or magic pencil.
1: Yeah, Sharpie.
0: Sharpie. Something along those lines. You could have any number of things pop up and, uh, yeah, you're going to find that. But they're going to have the most transparent stuff that you can find.
1: Fantastic.
0: No joke in Hoboken. Right on.
1: Okay. Well, New Jersey
0: Yeah, that's right Slippery when wet You know, I, I, we haven't done this <laughs> for a while Yeah, that's right, we haven't done this for a while here Hey, what's rule number one? What's rule number one?
1: Party No, not party No, it's not party it And now gone. everybody that was so thrilled that it was gone <laughs> has, They hung up Friday night shenanigans, folks Hung up How do you what, I just said hung up that's that's not right. How no. do you, how do you, what do you call that? Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be log out. Close the window. Maybe. I don't know. Swipe us up. Yeah. Um,
0: It could be any number of things out there at all. So, what's up, fellas? That's a crew. That's a, That's a motley crew for sure. That is a motley crew. Go Cardinals. Friday night shenanigans. Just walked <laughs> in the door. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. All right. So, I'm out here at Aaron Fennels, and we are going to discuss... A myriad of topics, one of such being sprayers, and then the typical moving iron podcast fashion. I'm sure it'll spiral into something that has nothing to do with sprayers. So, that that is the direction. That is the
1: direction. That is so the direction. How, uh, so sprayers are e- machinery, they're <laughs> typically high clearance and they have a liquid system. They got tall tires and whatnot. There you go. How you been? Good. How's business? Uh, are you
0: You seen any kind of pickup at all? Are you seeing more? More equipment pop on the market than than we've seen maybe two months ago. No, not at all. Because I was having this conversation with Brad Graf from Valley when we did that podcast with him last last time I recorded him, and he was he made the statement that finding used trucks right now is still not a walk in the park by any means, but it is easier to find right. some trucks. You starting to see a little break in in the action there a little bit.
1: No, not not whatsoever. Okay. Um, in fact, it's not. It's getting worse, if not better. Okay. But interestingly enough, across the country, on a dealer-to-dealer level, there is a... With with everything being so short, there's a substantial amount of, hey, we have this gigantic multi-unit deal coming. Can you use some tractors? Right. Whereas six months ago, that would never happen, you know? Unless... It is, you know, for the like a state of the union thing, right? We're we're chopping twenty. I know, I know, we could probably sell them, but we're chopping twenty off, mm-hmm. you know, off of this list of fifty right off the bat type of deal. So what do what do you mean? What do you mean like? So guys are looking at you saying,
0: hey, you know, I I don't think I have room for these
1: whatever. Right? Yeah. There's there are offerings of high end eight R's floating around out there from multi unit deals yeah so is the okay that's another good point then yeah uh, yet if you were to call a dealer uh-huh. you're most likely as a as a dealer transfer you're right. most yeah. likely no yeah very hey, a, very, very quickly do you have any no we
0: don't we don't have any yeah We don't have any no. <laughs> we don't have we don't have starters we don't have any we don't have any
1: i have no. a used l100 yeah <laughs> no bagger
0: yeah they had a. Uh, when you look at uh, okay. So when you look at the at, at the, the pricing that you're getting offered for those machines, mm-hmm. have you seen that that wholesale pricing go from retail plus ten to just retail? No, it's still the same. Yeah. Okay. And so that 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 kind of tells me that there is, it,
1: there, there, so It's think, a lot of fishing. It, I mean, that's, that's, that's my next point. It, you feel it like it's a lot of fishing. It, more it's than a lot it is? of like, desperation. But yeah. in talking in two of the guys that I've mm-hmm. talked to working on those deals with they are moving some. Yeah. I know I know one guy moved I know the one guy said he moved some, didn't say how many, but I know the other guy sold like ten mm-hmm. this this week. So Right. Okay. All right. Makes sense.
0: All right. So when you're looking at okay, so again, Sarah was rabbit hole we went down that... But that you straight. you
1: also know, I mean, we've all seen we've all seen Every dealer of every color mm-hmm. pay twice what they normally would for stuff. It's just maybe it's force of habit yet, you know. Right. But y- y- when you're when you're into that, oh my God, what are we going to do with all of these? Yeah. You become that is just point blank the haves and the have-nots, and the have-nots right, right now want them. Right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: So, are you bullish still? Or are you bearish? Um,
1: bullish. On on all of it, huh? On just all machinery or certain segments?
0: Just in general.
1: In general, yeah. Oh yeah, it's very bullish. Okay. Are you? So you're.
0: You're bullish. There you go. Right on. So, but you're not. You're not at all.
1: Not at all bearish. No, not yet. Not yet. But you know how I am. I'm very. Casey got a soundboard. (laughs) Casey figured out how to use the soundboard he's had for quite a while <laughs> let's not forget that part that it, it really depends on now let me back that up back to what i was saying i you you know i'm very emotionally charged if you will and when the sky has fallen it is falling now it fell yesterday we right. just didn't see it so i am always that kind of like yeah rainbows and unicorns, and then that was till 11.29, and at 11.30, mm-hmm. it's the worst thing. That you know. so have you ever seen the movie They Live? Uh-uh. Rattie
0: Piper's in it. He's got the glasses, and he puts the glasses on. He can see the alien faces. Uh-uh. It's a good show from the 80s. I watched, remember watching it as a kid. So they live. You walk around, everyone looks the same, but he gets these special sunglasses from the, you know, the rebels. Right. You know, and he put these, these sunglasses on, and, and you can see... All the alien faces out there that are that are controlling the world. And The uh, signs say stuff like, it's a Pepsi sign, but it's, you know, the glass on it says, you know, subliminally, it says, like, consume and all this right. shit, right? That's you. You're the guy with those glasses. <laughs> you you're the only one that can see all the stuff. Everybody oh. else is like, what is, this, what is this guy talking about? And then, you know, six months later, it kind of maybe starts to come true. Oh, you know, first
1: like, of all, no, I'm not. <laughs> Other than... I'm eternally pessimistic on a few certain product lines and that probably makes it look that way but no I have no special glasses I just know that you have rose colored glasses sometimes yeah that I do it's like
0: you know it's a good song
1: it is it but is it's, John Conley it's, Woo! It's, also, it's also one of those times he's also a mind. common van, a common man who yes. drives a common van Right. Well, his yeah. dog don't have a pedigree no that's, that's for sure but no. Uh to wrap up this off in the weeds. Um very. Business has been business is good if if you got anything. Right. Um still bullish on the market completely. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every segment, most of the segments. Here's what I will say though. We we there is a portion of the market in general that has I wouldn't say softened, it just stopped. It finally, like, it caught its breath, and right. enough is enough. Yeah. And that's the the 10-year-old stuff, you know. The the 10 to 20 has calmed back down to some sanity, you know. It's not... Ten, what do you mean, 10 to 20? What do you mean? Your old, oh, okay. Ten, oh, 10, old stuff. okay. Oh, 10, 20-year-old right. stuff. 10-year-old to 20-year-old stuff, okay. That stuff is still pretty much... Or, it it's it stopped it's calmed down it's not rampant anymore yeah. like everything was for so long this year or well, for this whole year but it, that stuff's really calmed down to the point where it's just kind of steady if not maybe a dip mm-hmm. here and there you know type of deal but you got to look at it more than just you know i i'd say you got to look at it in at least a 12 month Probably 18-month window to get any kind of hope of normal. Right. Because if you look at six months, that's just six months of batshit crazy. Sure. If sure. you look at 12 months, you have maybe three months of normal and nine months of batshit crazy. Right. So yep. there's that. Right. All right, let's talk about sprayers for a minute. Sprayers.
0: So when you're looking at spray market right now, this is typically depending on where you're at. But to sprayer season, it's over. I mean, there's some, right. there's some, like where we're at. There's some guys kind of wrapping up some late season stuff. Um, further north we go, obviously, there's still got some stuff going. But if you're down, you know, south, you know, if you're in Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas stuff like that, unless you have a super high clearance like Hagee or something like that, right. so that's way high. You're you're done spraying for the most part. Typical, the time of the year where sprayers start to go through their 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 uh, off-season downturn, and then um, <clears throat> that lull, and then they start kind of picking back up here towards the end of the year going into you know, basically October through February, right? Right. So as you're looking at sprayers right now, are you still getting calls for sprayers? you still listening to guys talk sprayer? We're still quoting sprayers, but sprayers that we're quoting, I'll be honest with you, there were guys that were, they were on the fence about buying something anyway, and the sprayer that they've been waiting on is in now. Uh. Um, we don't, I, we, I don't know that we've really had that. If there's, I think if there's one segment of the marketplace we haven't had, we haven't had that, like, you know, we're f- like four
1: trades deep sold in sprayers. You know? No. I mean? A couple things, real okay. quick. Let it rip. How has the sprayer market been? Mm-hmm. Incessant, constant calls 24 7. I've never seen anything like it. It's worse than tractors were this spring. Still, yes, like okay. this week, right? This week.
0: So we're not in a typical lull then, like we would we would normally we're,
1: be. We're not okay. be, because what was the second portion you said? We're not. We're not sold four deep, three deep of trades coming in because. Case in point. These calls I'm getting are for March 23 sprayers. Ah, okay. They're advertised. They're they're just traded for on early order. Right. Just like all the other dealers in the country, and these guys are calling being, oh, man, I need Mm -hmm. that sprayer. Great. Oh. Yeah. Well, I want it now. I don't want it. If I'm going to buy it for next March, I can stop, back up, and look at everything again and not just, you know. So there is there's there is a lot of that, and I think that is... I think it's the false hope is what's fueling that market so heavy. There still might be one out there that we don't know yet. Right, yeah. right. I'm the
0: insider that's got the special information. Yeah, yeah. Else has.
1: yeah. We actually happen to have two sprayers under 1,000 hours that are available now. <gasps> <gasps> I know a guy. <laughs> what are you looking for? Uh, yeah, I know a guy. I, right. I got, I got a guy. Yeah. So
0: is it... what? The the sprays that you're looking at right now, mm-hmm. I mean, is there, are the guys calling and saying, you know, I want an 800-gallon tank is what I'm looking for, or I'm on a 1,000-gallon tank? I mean, what is it that they're looking Is there a boom width that they're looking at more? Because it used to be, when I first started this business, 90-foot booms were kind of the jam, and then it graduated to 100-foot booms, and you now it's 120, and then you got to 132, and so on and so forth. And then, you know, sometimes there for a while, like, spacing didn't matter, but now it matters, and right. then, you know... All those kind of things,
1: boom, is just 120. That's that's the jam. Yep, 99.9 mm-hmm. percent. Um, tank size, it's uh, got
0: to be very man,
1: yeah, it's mean, got to be based it's, on it's the, really man. not a thing, you know. Either a guy is calling on a 4038 or he's calling on a 4060, right? You know, I mean, he's not flipping back and forth between the two or anything like that, yeah, and typically. The smaller tank size guy i mean that's that's his jam that's what he's been doing so right. he doesn't he doesn't want the the great big the great big machine yeah
0: How many guys are you working with this is cause this is another thing I think about a lot too when i'm I'm thinking about this so it's not like the 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 liquid unit on a i mean eight, an 1800 gallon tank has been around for 30 years. On a on a sprayer, but it was on a floater. Yeah, like a floater I was chassis, just going you know mean? to say, <clears throat>
1: it's
0: like it's not anything new to have that out there. But and it said Loral. Yeah, it, it did. It said Loral on it, and it was a like a 1994 Chevy. I mean, or
1: you know, or in lots, international
0: lots, of internationals in the mix, and then smallest tackle I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 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 they have <I> <laughs> they have a. So when you're looking at that, that big 1,800-gallon, 1,600-gallon, 1,000-gallon, 1,200-gallon tank stuff, I mean, obviously, you get some of these high-clearance, like these high-clearance keggies and those kind of things. Yep. With the 1,800-gallon tanks, you can get those kind of things. But how, how many guys are you have you had conversations with that had the, um, you know, the, the Ag-Kim floater um, chassis? Uh, the Terrogator floater chassis, or the the Deer floater chassis, or the or the Case floater chassis, where they're putting a liquid eater on that. Have you have you had many conversations with folks like that? Because it just seems like that is a very niched, niche niched marketplace.
1: The the liquid floater truck, if yes. you will, nowadays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's the amount of them. That are still offered and exist is mm-hmm. kind of surprising, right? You know, really. Yeah. Um, but it's probably kind of an old habits die hard, and we right. got the parts, throw it together type. Well, of But deal. it's also too when you
0: think about it that that rig itself is a very, it's a very niched thing. To oh get yeah. with that. you know. Yep. If you're spraying liquid with with a floater, you're not typically going down row crop or something right. like that. You know, right. you're, you're in alfalfa you're in you know some kind of a grass top dressing you know, wheat whatever it is that you're doing you know spraying so.
1: pastures yeah so that's the kind of stuff that pre-emergence you know, post you know post right. as long as it's not emerged right well that wouldn't be post then it'd still be pre that'd be pre never yeah. mind never mind that
0: all right so the 1800 gallon tank we're looking at that from being from a niche perspective right spraying something like that obviously you don't have a lot of people looking at that especially out here i mean we have those pockets of irrigated alfalfa that, that would make sense to have something like that. Right. But those guys also have real crop that they're spraying to.
1: Well, yeah, and, I mean, unless you're buying... A guy like that, I could see buying a, you know, buying one under a under 100, product. but uh-huh. they're not,
0: yeah. It's a very, that's a very co-op machine. It, it's you. an
1: ASP, yeah. that's yeah.
0: it. Mm-hmm. All right, so when you're looking at how all these things come together. When you look at aluminum booms versus steel booms versus carbon fiber booms, all these different things that come into play. I don't know that there's a a real clear path of victory there anymore.
1: Oh yeah. I think I think you
0: I mean I think the aluminum boom thing never took off, that's my point. Like it's right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, The whole point with the aluminum boom was you can take your 4730 and put 132 foot. Spent, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It never went anywhere. Right. Because it costs, you might as well just, it cost as much as the machine's worth to do it. Right. Right. So not, that never really took off. I mean, there's a few of those out there that kind of make some sense and those kind of things. But you're looking at the classic steel booms that you see from any steel manufacturer. Steel is
1: still king. De- definitely. So do you, I, so I do you can see, see carbon
0: fiber? you have guys coming to you and saying, hey? Like, I know.
1: have. I had one guy very, very interested in In a carbon fiber? Yeah. Okay. Want, wanting carbon fiber boom. Big, big fan.
0: Like he called you and said, I'm looking for carbon fiber. Yes. Okay. Yep.
1: Right. Most guys just, you know, in in their mind, they're thinking if that, something happens, that a steel one. I can just fix it. Right. You know. I can weld it. Right. I can exactly. JB weld it. Yeah, and and that's what and that's what fuels that mostly. Mm -hmm. So I I think Steels definitely still king. Um, I guess it's kind of a matter. Wait and see what happens with the with the fiber. Yeah.
0: So okay, here's the other thing too. So I get carbon fiber where it's coming from because obviously it's a it's a more dense, it's a stronger. Right, material that you can go out Lightweight, for with lighter strength. weight and those kind of things they get all that which i think it'll take off sooner than later i mean obviously when you start looking at if you're going to start spraying 1200 1600 1800 gallons of stuff you might as well just see how much you can put out right i mean if you have if you if you have that that need for that amount of of, of i mean
1: oh, I, i'm sure there's somebody yeah.
0: out there that's got a and an eighteen. If you got that much product, yeah. you must need to just cover the acres, right? right? Now I'm sure there's some guy out there going like, you know what? I'll get a sixteen hundred gallon tank, and I'll keep it on nineties, and I just don't have to fill up that often.
1: Boy, that'd be a deal though, man. <laughs> I
0: mean, but but there's somebody. I mean, most people out there are like I want sixteen hundred gallons because I got to cover. Right. I
1: got a billion acres to cover. Right? Yeah.
0: And, 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 and Do they crazy. make
1: two hundred foot booms right. yet? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Can you put gauge wheels out there on the end of that? You know, <laughs> so I mean, but,
1: but you know, well, case in point, that's sure. that's not a driving in between the trees of Ohio type of rig, typically, right. anyway. I yeah. mean, that's a that's yeah. a wide open spaces wide open deal. Spaces, yeah. I mean, that's and big fields. I mean, yeah. I right. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> that you know that when you get to that market of that machine, yeah. It's it's very very hit or miss just because they are so big, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the other thing that used to be a, a big—I mean, it's just like anything else—kind of goes in fades. You had or fades fads. You get these things that are you know you got fades f- fads fade. They do. They <laughs> do that for sure. And just about the time you're geared up for the fad, it fades. So, there you go. But when you're looking at the snare[s] that come with that. So you're, if you say that, all right, cool, here's a jam. We've got, I'm a 30-inch guy, so I want 15-inch spacing. Right. You know I mean? I'm a 20-inch guy, I want 20-inch spacing. Um, back before, it was like, if it was 20-inch spacing, I'll make it work, no big deal. But now right. you start looking at some of the stuff, and there's these guys now are like, it it really matters to me what the spacing in my planter, or my planter, my sprayer is. Well,
1: yeah, because they're guys are doing so much more with drops now. Exactly. That, that's and that's all that amounts to. Otherwise, it wouldn't matter at all. Guys used to like twenty more than fifteen because it was less tips to buy, right? You know. To,
0: and you got a bigger area. I mean, most of the time you were spraying down the middle, right of, of the row. You know, I mean, you were you were offset a little bit. I mean you were kind of there. And that's but you were still kind of doing enough to where you could get the whole area you right know i mean like you were getting a kind of a big i don't know broadcast is the right word but yes yeah. you know something like that so pattern yep yeah, so you start looking at that all right so now let's jump over to the dry side and take a look at what's going on there if you look at your spinner boxes you start looking at your air booms and those kind of things depending on where you're at dry fertilizer is a bigger deal than it is other places right right and it's all about your access to dry fertilizer exactly right? now most most but it's also there's a, there's a whole price. Other price and other things that go on that but there's also other dry you know pesticides herbicides those kind of things that come into play that get spread there as well so if you're looking at at like a uh, high clearance spinner box type of situation if you're looking at the air boom now that you can start looking at which again it's not. It's not. A, it's not like it's been around like in the last two years, but the high yeah. clearance air boom system that's been around yep. for a while. Uh, you start looking at those kind of things. What are you seeing on that front? Do You have people calling you saying, "Hey, I'm looking for that."
1: Well, we don't have them often. When we do, they're very, very hot. Very hot. Yep. How many people they, do you have, have call around
0: How many people do you have that call you and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm looking at doing a a, a dry liquid combo thing." How, you know, do I have the right software? Do I have the right hookups on this machine that I can make this work?
1: I've never had that come up yet. Not yet? yet. Okay. Yeah. But I but I could see a... there being a time, you know, if you've got the, the right self-propelled uh-huh. and, you know, just like you used to do what? The box and the boom. Right. You know, box or wet system. Do the air boom. Air boom, wet boom, uh-huh. you know yeah do you feel like here is a one point seven five million dollar sprayer <laughs> <laughs> yes, <we're kidding.
0: laughs> you ever you ever this is something I've thought about a lot on the sprayer side when this conversation comes up is at what at what point does a spinner box become totally irrele- irrelevant
1: never why is that never because you have you- you got to realize there's there's so many different areas where they are using a pull type spinner box, you know variations. You could turn one of those into a high clearance litter spreader, sure. You know yeah. stuff like that. So I'm talking from strictly of like a fertilizer, just broadcast for dry spread. fertilizer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe at at some point, probably
0: the, the thing
1: you're gonna run into is I mean we've seen like forty nine thirties that got five thousand hours of dry box there's I would be nervous to drive it on a trailer <laughs> yeah no, that's yeah. like damn yeah. easy on the pivot tracks it's gonna break in half yeah yeah I've seen it so I mean you're gonna you're gonna get the eventually you're gonna hit the life of everything I mean oh, sure. you start racking hours up you got final drives and hydro pump and everything all involved in there something something is going to put the kibosh on the old dry spinner rig before the spinner box itself and i I,
0: the reason i brought that up is because of how planters are playing into that now right not that you haven't always been able to put dry fertilizer in a planter and not that you haven't been able to do that but it's the
1: parts of the country well, they still do they got the, the big square front hoppers you know where where we have liquid tanks so. it's, it's
0: the precision of of planting the seed and putting the right amount of nutrients down with with the seed when you lay it in there that's where i think a spinner box eventually comes runs into
1: the i mean it's it's not as controllable right, right. yeah you're just it's a broadcast spread, That's what they call but, it. But but you're gonna get into out. you're gonna get into where that rig shines doing mop up duty. You know, I mean, well, sure. I mean, you can. There's, there's gonna be like limited areas there where you're doing. If you're if you're planting, if
0: you're gonna go out and broadcast something on alfalfa, you don't need to be precise, right? Right. You just go out and throw it out and be good. If but if you're if you're broadcasting something on, if you're broadcasting wheat, um, there's, there's there's gonna be some technology that comes along where you can meter that. More efficiently right. Right, during the planning cycle of, of of the phase and not the top dressing side of it right right there's going to be some opportunity that pops up there, so that just kind of makes me wonder a little bit sometimes like where where's that the old fashioned spinner box when does it just become obsolete
1: right but yeah yeah i at, I don't see it I guess like, Especially, you like know with I air mean booms, you, you, know? you got old pull-type Dempsters out there, way older than you and I are, and guys are still hooking up and spreading fertilizer. So, Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I don't think that that high-clearance dry box is going to just fade into the sunset. I don't think it's ever going to fade away
0: totally, but what I do think it's going to happen is I, I feel like there's going to be um, more of a... Uh, what i'm looking for i mean what's the scenario i'm looking for here is that it's not going to be the go-to thing first
1: oh no no you know what I mean?
0: not at all it's going to be like all right we're going to get this planted and we've done it this way for 30 years and we're going to go out and do it there's going to be some more right. efficient way of doing it. you see what i'm saying that's yep. what i'm getting at right Whereas, well like, every, everything's that way but i'm saying like from a dry fertilizer perspective if you use an air boom you can still use a y-drop scenario and just drop that dry fertilizer right on top of Oh. where you want it to go right. way more precisely than just the old right. broadcast spinner that I use on my, on my, on my grass in, right. my, in, in the spring you know what I'm saying like,
1: exactly you right. see what I'm
0: saying same, that's what I'm getting at so I think there might be an opportunity there but to your point man I've seen some 5,000 5, hour 6,000 hour been on a box their whole life
1: that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a rough customer and right. those are
0: like I'm like Whoa. <laughs> I'm afraid to take it off the dock is that a Heston yeah <laughs> no nope, yeah. there's a lot of rust man god those things some of those things come in
1: i'm like what oh, wow look at that yep. thing
0: and you look at the frame underneath and you're like we can't we can't
1: you're like i don't think we should probably sandblast this, this i think is, we're yeah. gonna end up with very thin metal i don't know where we stop where right we start type of thing you know yeah so
0: yeah good stuff all right man feel that's a good place to stop right there folks I'm gonna reach out to you Aaron. get more information about what it is you have happening What's the best way to do that?
1: Man, all over the place. Um, Facebook and LinkedIn by my name, obviously, mm-hmm. at, uh, at Aaron Fintel on Twitter. Probably find me there more than anywhere. Um, email, Aaron.Fintel at MovingIronLLC.com. Mm-hmm. Call me, text me, 308 760 1193. And man, that ought to cover it.
0: You know what we need to do another of? What's that? A throwback iron.
1: Some yeah, we will. We someday. should we should do that someday where we, we get an
0: opportunity to, to do that. I feel like that's a I think that's one of those things that's a it's a rarity, it's a rarefied air that we don't need to spoil. And we just need to bring that back every so often just it, talk it, about.
1: I let's hope it's rare that anybody's yeah. that big of a tractor geek. Well, if you listen to the if you listen to the two the two that we've done, it's
0: it's more of a reminiscence of the <clears throat> Of the things that we did when we were young. Days gone by. Yeah, which all kind of harken back to what the theme of the Moving Iron harken. podcast is. So Harken so back. Going to on that. <clears throat> all right, I'm Casey Seymour. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can see me on LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast. Check out the video version of this podcast at the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. Check that out. And um, you can go to MovingIronLLC.com for everything Moving Iron related. If you're listening to this and you're a dealer... And it is, uh, what is the day? June 5th or June, July 15th. July July 15th. And you want to come to the Moving Iron Summit? Check that out. Go to movingironllc.com, upper right hand corner. Click on the Moving Iron Summit tab. Click on that. And all the information is there for that. If you need more information about that, hit me up at Moving Iron LLC, or not Moving Iron, Moving Iron Podcast at MovingIronPodcast.com. And I will get back to you with all the information that you might need. We got some really great speakers coming up, Rich. If you listen to this podcast, Rich Posin is going to be there. He's going to be the uh, kind of the keynote speaker, that kicks things off. Sean Hackett, if you listen to the podcast, you know he's on there. Um, the guys from Ag Director coming. There's three. Uh, there are three economists: the large ag side of, of that, the row crop side of that, the cattle side of that, and the specialty crop, cotton and dairy they're all going to do a round table discussion about what they see happen so it doesn't matter where you're coming from the united states or canada you got three guys who are going to tell you what they see happening from their perspective uh what's going on out there we got some great speakers uh, lined up at other parts of that as well so check that out get more you need more information about that man hit me up moving iron podcast at movingironpodcast.com and i will get back to you as soon as i can so with that i am oh god i forgot about alex man alex is over in ukraine Getting after it, man. I hit him up the other day. He was uh, going back to uh, Poland to get some stuff to uh, run across. Sausage? No, uh, not sausage. He was, <laughs> he's going to get he's going to get some some very uh, very key stuff to take back to people there in Ukraine. So if you want to help Alex out, in the show notes, uh, click the link there. Uh, he's got a GoFundMe page set up, or you can just go to GoFundMe and search "Help Alex Transport Humanitarian Aid from Poland to Ukraine." So check that out, and uh, we'll go from there. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell at Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. In the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Time and
1: time again, through the years, you'll find us here, moving on.